I was going to rip his heart out. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal and vicious and most ruthless champion that's ever been. Yeah. Yeah, we knew I was the A-side. Okay, welcome to round seven of the Cornermen. Uh, we are your hosts. My name's Kishan. AKA Bedtime Kishan. <laughs> and, and my name's and my name's Hussein. AKA Hollywood Hussein. We were just saying just before we started this that um, it feels like it's been ages since we last got back on the microphone. I think it's, I can't remember when the last episode was exactly, but it was maybe just after Christmas. It was the Ryan Garcia Campbell preview, wasn't it? Might be a bit of ring rust today, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, a bit of ring rust in the seventh round. <laughs> it feels it's a been bit... A, it's, um... been a, it's been a quiet few weeks in the boxing world, though, isn't it? I don't know how we're going to fill this uh, this slot, to be honest. Yeah, I know. It's going to be, We've. Got, I think, you know, we've got some stuff planned. We've got some ideas floating around. So hopefully we've got, we can keep people entertained, whoever's listening. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, it's been a bit quiet. Like normally it is normally quiet anyway, during this period in the boxing sort of season. Everyone's recovering after the big end of year fights. So um, yeah, bit of recovery. How have you kept yourself busy while it's been quiet? Um, just grinding, just working. There's nothing really else to do. There's literally nothing else to do but work. It's like, what, what else? Um, how else can I keep my mind occupied? If I try and do something else, it just becomes a cr- like a crap version of what I would actually be doing. Like if I'm just doing it at home, you know, yeah, because you're just doing it at home. If I'm trying to meet mates or whatever, you're doing it on Zoom. It's just a crap version of meeting your mates. It's true. One thing I've been trying to do is you've inspired me to buy a punching bag. But it's actually very hard to find buy a punching bag that you don't have to drill up and that can take a, a little bit of a beating. Because I'm not I'm not a nimble like in and out fighter like like you are in the video you shared with me. I'm a bit <laughs> of a, a power puncher, so I need a bag that can take the heat. And a, finding a standing one of those is very difficult. Yeah, there's the ones uh, there's when I was younger, I had one called the Wave Master. That's like the gold standard in standing freestanding bags. But um, and we filled it up with sand. It's the key is sand. You can obviously do it easily with water, but you need some sand. Man, you you thought you were gonna be a world champ when you were little, weren't you? You had to set up. That was the belief. I still do. At some at some day, I will be world champ at something. Uh, it might be a bantamweight world champ. You never know. <laughs> now I don't know like when you realize how um so we're like I, I weigh like 68 69 kilos and that's roughly middleweight or maybe super middle yeah, and you when you realize that yeah when you realize that um they are, they're like pure muscle they're 68 69 kilos of pure muscle especially at the elite level like you know the canelos of the world and like, I weigh the same amount as as them but nowhere near as much muscle mass it's ridiculous. There's so much, and there's a, there's and they can go my and they my can go twelve rounds, right? Kilos. And they can yeah. go twelve rounds non-stop. The fitness level is madness. Now I'll back. I'll back my stamina. I've got stamina. Like I've, I've run. I've run a couple. You can't of run. You can't run for twelve rounds, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Floyd Mayweather could. I'm sure I can. <laughs> nah, yeah, but he threw. He threw a few punches, isn't it? Yeah, I don't, I don't buy into the theory that Floyd Mayweather ran for twelve rounds, but yeah, I mean, I reckon I, I reckon I could do the rounds. I probably not, not, um, yeah, I probably won't beat, the, beat my opponent up, but I could do twelve rounds. How long do you reckon you can run away from Canelo in one round for? Well, the way he closed down, um, what's his name? It was it Luke Campbell? It was uh, what's his name again? Callum Smith, Smith, yeah, that's that's how much yeah, you way... care about your British fighters. <laughs> the way he closed him down, yeah, I don't think I'd be able to run run away much. I think he's got he'd be able to he'd be able to find every corner I'd be trying to run to really quickly. I'd give it a go though. If someone offers you like a decent bit of money to get in the ring and try to run away from him, 
You back yourself? I think I would at the same weight level, the same weight weight class. Um, but if someone asks you to get in with AJ or Fury or Wilder, someone in the heavyweight division for twelve rounds, even though you're lighter, yeah, that would be a that would be a challenge. It would hurt. It would hurt. All right, shall we get into right, it? So um, yeah, let's get into it. So we've got. Um, so we've been away for a little bit. We're doing a bit of planning. I know it's the middle of the month, but like there's been no fights. And I think we decided for this podcast, we do a bit of a preview of, uh, of 2021. Some of our looking at some of the fights that have already been agreed and uh, looking a bit of our looking at um, of the fights that we want to see happen and uh, reviewing some of the movers and shakers in each division. So we're going to go division by division. And uh, I guess we'll start off right at the top, the big boys, uh, the heavyweights. So, um, what are the heavyweights saying for, for this year? So, the 200 pound plus giants in UK weight, that's 14 plus stones. Do you know how many kilograms that is? I don't know. <laughs> no, no idea, yeah. <laughs> Should have researched that. It's... But in terms of the, the belt holders, you got... Uh, Fury's holds the Ring Magazine one, which is kind of the least glamorous. The WC belt as well, and WBO, IBF, and WA, the more prestigious brands in the name, are held by AJ. And there's only really one big fight we want to see in this division. Yeah, it's the only the only thing you really want to talk about. There's like other fights that would be nice if they happened. But yeah, obviously AJV Fury undisputed, ideally undisputed, would be the the only fight we want to see. Even if they dropped all the belts, I couldn't care less. We just want to see the fight, really. Yeah, hundred percent. I think in terms of the belts, there are a few names in and around who might be contending for it. So you got Wilder, obviously, who, if he really wants to, can push for a rematch. But he's apparently offered, been offered some money to to be brushed aside. Um, you got Usyk coming about and Joyce for the WBO title. Um, and Usyk, again, for the IBF and WBA. One thing I don't get, right, is Usyk's been in the heavyweight division, like, one day. Uh, but he's still very high in all of the rankings. I don't understand that. C- can you shed some light I think on that? he carries... I think what happens, because this happened with a few people that move move weight divisions. If they are the best in the weight division they're in, and they vacate and move up, they kind of retain their pound-for-pound rankings or all of their rankings until like the governing bodies have been proved otherwise. So I think he retains that sort of um, ranking because he was the best cruiserweight. So it's like he's got like nectar points for the WBC and the IBF that he carries over. Yeah, basically, I think that's how it works. And then obviously he he beat Chisora, so he's kind of like you know a win's a win in the eyes of the governing body. So he's not lost any of his rankings really. Yeah, so it's worth just uh, talking about what's happening with this fight. So apparently, uh, money's been agreed and a location possibly has been agreed. There's rumours that it could be in Saudi, could be in um, somewhere closer to home. I don't know. I don't think it will be like Far East just because of the timings, but I think it's if it's in Saudi, it won't be very uh, a grand occasion. It won't be loud. Um, and to be honest, I don't see this happening until minimum the end of this year because of COVID. This is not going to be a fight held behind closed doors. Yeah, I think, I think yeah, that's what I've been hearing as well. Like uh, we said before the pod, I think we should have like a little AJV Fury segment every 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 podcast just because that's what everyone's talking about, right? So, but, that's what um, people care about, isn't it? Well, yeah, it's like all people care about for this year is just like we just want to see Fury AJ. But I think Saudi makes the most sense, I guess. Like obviously I'd love to have it in the UK, but, you know, we are like in terms of death rate, you know, the UK is the highest in terms of for COVID. No, no so, one wants to come here. Yeah, it's probably never, yeah, no one's going to come here and, you know, yeah. So I think Saudi makes the most sense because if they put it on at like 1am, 2am Saudi time, um, it will be early evening US, late evening or regular sort of 10, 11am to PM uh, UK time. So, sort of timing standpoint, it makes sense. Financially, it makes sense because they'll put a lot of money into it. So, yeah. it's the only place really that would work. 
this year. Wow, oh, come on, man. AJ Ruiz, that was it was just a flat event. Like in Saudi, they're not boxing nutters. They don't like they won't sing that song that I can't remember what it's called, Sweet Caroline or whatever. And like they won't do outside workouts. Going to be too hot. It's just not the place. And like I know I'll get shot for this. I don't even want it to be in the UK. I want it to be in Las Vegas. That's the that's the magnitude <laughs> no, of this no, fight. No, no, we're, we're editing that out. You MGM cannot brand. have two British. Mate, of course you can. Even Madison no Square Garden, man. It's the home of boxing. No way. Right, we're gonna. And that, 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 yeah. So it'd be great that, if it was in the make, UK. Yeah. No, no, that will make the most money as well. Like it would, it, it'd make the most money. It'd be, it'd be great. Whatever happens, I hope it's a trilogy. I hope it happens. The Twitter beef has kicked off. Fury's posting about how he's training every single day. AJ's posting Hugo Boss and looking fly and not training as hard. Apparently, like the Twitter narrative started. Let's just make it happen, man. Yeah, it needs to happen. Um, in terms of the fights that have already been agreed, so we've got Dillian White versus Povetkin on March 6th. So um, Dillian White looking for some vengeance against Povetkin. Um, Joseph Parker versus Junior Farr in February, end of February. That one actually should be a good fight because they're both, I think, they're both from New Zealand. So this is like a domestic rivalry. So I hope that's going to be a good fight. And they both probably want to put on a performance for the home crowd. So that should be good. And then Fabio Wardley versus Eric Molina on the undercard of the White Povetkin fight. I know Fabio Fabio Wardley's got an interesting story. I think he was a white collar boxer. So I think he had like a full time job before he got into this. Um, and he's fighting a former heavyweight world champion in Eric Molina. Uh, it's pretty impressive. But in terms of yeah, UK fights, we've got those two, uh, those to look forward to. I don't think anything else in the heavyweight division, you know, notable, has been agreed just yet. No, I think they were talking about White Ortiz if White didn't fight Povetkin, but he's fighting Povetkin now. Yeah, uh, I hope White wins that because if he doesn't, could be the end of his kind of career. That could be his stumbling block to get to the elite level. Um, but yeah, hopefully Dubois has a little fight and comes back and proves a bit of his haters wrong and and progresses in his boxing career. But yeah, I think main things, AJ Wilder, everything else is a bit of a nice to have. Yeah, I had like a small wish list of fights. Like I had White versus Wilder, if that could happen this year, if he beats Povetkin, because he's not getting AJ Fury. So that would be a good fight. Um, Usyk versus Wilder, maybe, or Joyce. They've been talked about Usyk versus Joyce. That would be good. Or even Joyce versus Chisora, maybe. That could be a good fight for Joyce if he can uh, come through Chisora. I don't really know what next for Dubois. Like he's been really quiet. I think on the like the social media and interviews. I don't know what he's going to do next. He's but... recovering, isn't he? But I think you make a good point. I do want to see Usyk fight some of the ones below AJ and uh, Fury. Become a bit of a heavyweight. Like I, I would love him to be at the caliber of uh, AJ and Fury. But I have a feeling that by the time he gets there, they they. They'd be over the sunset. They'd be done with their careers a little bit. Um, but yeah, I'd love to see. I think he's skillful, but yeah, I think time is against him. Yeah, definitely. I think time is against him. If he's going to do it, he's going to have to do it now, but he's not ready. So we'll see. I don't think his legacy will be tainted if he takes a loss to one of those two. But yeah. So speaking of Usyk, uh, the next weight is the uh, cruiserweight division. So this is the flat 200 pounds, 14 stone guys. So this one's a bit boring now because Usyk was, was what made it entertaining. Um, but yeah, we'll go through the, the champs. So Ring Magazine, you got Breedis. Uh, IBF, you got Breedis. WBC, you got Makubu. WBO is vacant and Nicole could be fighting for that soon. That's the only real interest I have in this division, to be honest. Uh, I'd like to see him get to that international champion level but other than that not really interested in this one yeah it's not really a great division at the moment is it and there's no standout since Usyk left there's no standout cruiserweight I mean Lawrence Okoli so he has been confirmed to fight he's fighting for the WBO cruiserweight title on the 20th of March um, against Glaug I'm not going to I'm not going to attempt to pronounce his name <laughs> against somebody um, good on him so yeah, he's gonna he's gonna get his shot. He might. I don't I don't know too much about his opponent, but 
he might come through. Whether he can hang with the Maris Bradises of the division, I'm not sure yet. I think he's, yeah, I think he has to go. He has to punch and and see if he can mix it with those boys. But yeah, there's not. It's not really much in this division. If anything, maybe Maris Bradis versus Makabu for like a unification fight. Let's try and see. We want to see the best fight the best. So yeah, maybe those those. Um, title holders can fight each other, but you know, we all know about boxing politics, so it might not. Yeah, happen, but... yeah, it'd be good if yeah. Akoli has a few alphabets uh, by his name. He gets a bit of a shot at the table, but yeah, this this division's a bit dead now. Like before, it used to be the gateway drug to like heavyweights, and it was it was full of flashy uh, fighters looking to prove themselves to get up there. But it's just a bit flat. No, no real personalities. Um, the light heavyweight division is a bit more interesting. So let's talk about that. So that's 175 pounds. That's 12 and a half stones if you're standing on your weighing scales. So getting a bit lighter. So the ring magazine belt's vacant. WBO is vacant. Uh, the IBF is held by, I can't remember his name. I call him Berbatov. Um, WBC, same by Berbatov, the Rocky villain. <laughs> I'm sure you're going to correct me. Uh, apologies, uh, I'm very bad with names. And the WBA is Bivol, uh, and Buatzi might be um, challenge him, challenging him for that. But this one's a bit more interesting because you got Buatzi, which is good. You got Berbatov. Um, you might have Canelo, who might go up there and and try and fight someone. Uh, you got your your Joe Smiths and the Yards. It's somewhat interesting. Yeah, so it's Beterbiev, Arta Beterbiev. He's the he's the beast of that division. He is ridiculous. They can tell why people don't want to fight him because he is, uh, yeah, he's a he's a beast. He's a rocky um, villain. There's no other way to des- describe him. Yeah, there is no other way really. He is the Ivan Drago, less less good looking, but he's the Ivan Drago of of that division. But um, much more hairier. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely um, less chiselled. But he's him versus Bivol for, again, a unification fight. We just want to see the best versus the best. That's a wish list. That will happen. I don't know. Doubt it. Um, and in terms of British fighters, we've got, obviously, Boatsy, Yard, Lyndon Arthur. Lyndon Arthur's actually ranked top 10 uh, or number 10 for some of these um, organisations. So he's quite highly rated after his win over Boatsy. And he's obviously, um, I think, his European level title, I think. So maybe maybe we should see Lyndon Arthur um, rematch with Yard. That's obviously going to be really interesting to see how Yard bounces back. Boatsy, maybe for Bivol. I'd like to see them all try and try these guys, Baturbiev and Bivols of the of the division. But maybe Kovalev as well, Boatsy versus Kovalev. Try and do what Yard couldn't do um, against Kovalev. That might be an interesting narrative. But yeah, it's not really that interesting. Nah, it's just full of beasts and, and jab merchants. Uh, and Tunde, who we hope uh, makes it. Tunde, yeah. I'd, I'd, I would like to see Lyndon try and, and break into it. He's got he's got a good jab, he's got a good story. Um, but, I don't know, is he marketable? I don't know, we'll see. But yeah, that's beasts a, yeah, in this division. He's, uh, he's not as marketable as, as some of the other guys, but yeah. Yeah. All right, now so it gets the, a, a uh, bit more interesting, doesn't it? Super middleweight, 168 pounds. That's 12 stones. It's getting closer to our weight. These are the kind of fighters yeah. we'd be fight, coming up against. So Ring Magazine, you've got Canelo, the great. Uh, WBO, you've got Saunders. IBF, you've got Plant. WBC and WA, you've got Canelo. So what's been booked yes. in this division? So we've got so obviously the the aim here is for Saunders uh, sorry for um, Canelo to fight all of them right because he's considered the best and you want the best to be tested so Canelo uh, to be to fight all these guys Caleb Plant is already tied up with um, a fight against Truax on the thirtieth of Jan so he's out the question so that just leaves Saunders well just Saunders really. Um, so that's that's the wish that for us. I think that's the biggest fight that can ha- could happen this year, because he's the only one, in my opinion, that could give Canelo a uh, a run for his money. Um, so yeah, that's the only one I'm interested in. Yeah, this is this is the Canelo division. He's the only one I care about. 
in this division. I want him to clean up. I want him to be undisputed. So I want him to take on Saunders and then eventually Plant. I think Plant is an interesting character. He loves, in the ring, he loves a bob and weave. He likes to get up close and explode. Um, but he also likes to swing. So I think he'll make Canelo look really good. Outside of the ring, he's he's a bit of a character. He loves a low rider. And he's known in America for having really good taste in low riders. So the little build up to that <laughs> might be interesting, right? So it's all about marketability with me. Do you know what I mean? How how you can paint them. But yeah, yeah. I, I want to so, see I want to see Canelo clean up in this division, and I think he will. I think that's his aim now to get all the belts in this division. I think he likes the weight. He doesn't want to go down, and there's nothing really at one one sixty for him. Well. Because we've mentioned Canelo, it's reminded me of what I wanted to say earlier, actually, is that it feels like 2020 was a year of the tune-up fights. So you had Joshua versus Pulev, you had Crawford versus, was it Khan? Um, Kelbrook earlier, um, Errol Spence versus Mikey Garcia, Canelo versus um, Callum Smith, etc., etc. All these fights aren't the big fights in the division. But they're the big names getting a little tune-up fight in. So hopefully 2021 brings, you know, the super fights that we've been waiting for because they've had all these these tune-up fights. So hopefully Canelo, um, you know, goes after Billy Joe Saunders and maybe another rematch if that's a good fight. We just want to see the big fights now because there's no point dilly-dallying. Um, yeah, we want to see the see the best versus the best. There isn't, but can it happen with, with COVID? Like boxing's a sport for the fans, with, and it, and it's not the same without fans. Do you know what I mean? So I I feel like at least the first half, potentially first three quarters, we're still going to get a few tune-up fights until we get the big big events. I think twenty twenty could be the year if this bloody COVID stops evolving. But I don't know. First half of the year, I think Eddie Hearn is doing a fantastic job putting on a show. But a big big fights really. Do you think we'll see him? Well, I think that we're going to have to see them because if we don't, people will lose interest in the sport. The the fighters will get, you know, not very motivated and they'll lose interest and the fight when it does happen won't be as great because they're not in they're not in condition. I think it I know it requires a, an audience, but I think they have to happen for the sake of the sport to be honest. Um if they don't, yeah, like I said people will start to lose interest. So, yeah, I know what you're saying. Maybe it maybe it is ambitious to think that we'll have the big fights this year, but one can hope. Just go to New Zealand, mate. COVID-free, lamb everywhere. That's where to have Yeah. <laughs> All right, so um, the next division is so... the uh, middleweight division. 160 pounds, 11 and a half stone. That's nearing my weight. So these are my my kind of fighters. This is me and you, mate, yeah. This is, these, this these is are who this... we'd be up against. This this is the division that are quaking in their boots because we might once uh, herald this division. So yeah. the Ring Magazine uh, belt's vacant. Uh, Triple G's number one contender for that. You got Carlo and uh, Andrade about in that in that for that belt. The WBO is um, held by Andrade. IBF is Triple G. WBC is Canelo, uh, which he might give up. Uh, WBA is Morata. And uh, Eubank Jr. is quite high in those rankings. So in terms of this one, I've uh, lost a bit of interest in it, to be honest. Uh, I'm curious to see how Eubank does, because he's under Roy Jones now. He's got a new promotion. Uh, maybe he's spending less time with his dad in the ring so he can focus on his boxing. Uh, yeah, what's happening in this division? What fights are set up? What do we want to see? Well, there's actually been nothing agreed in this division. So there's been no fights that have been agreed between any of these guys. Um, will we see these fights happen? I don't know. Like, again, boxing politics will play a role, but it'll be good to see Charlo and Andrade. It'll be good to see all of those fight, four guys fight each other. Because, um, like, like, the running theme is, you know, they, they should all be fighting each other. Um, but I don't know. Anything would be good in this division right now, to be honest. Golovkin versus any of those guys versus Alvarez. I know you don't really want to see that fight, but a lot of other people want to see him, um, see them fight again. Eubank Jr. versus any of those. Yeah, He needs to get his name out there. He's been sort of had his ups and downs, but he's not got long left in his career. You know, I mean, he's still young, but 
he needs to get fighting and he needs to be fighting the good big guys in his division if he wants to you know if he wants to move forward so yeah um just just fight <laughs> all of them should just fight <laughs> we just want to see a fight man we just want to see a fight yeah one of these americans just fight it, each other we are at the um the weight level that the women can get introduced now so I don't know how it works with the women's weight divisions, but they, I think the highest weight division is middleweight. And whether that's the same weight, uh, you know, if it's, you know, 11 and a half stone for women as well, I'm not sure. But Savannah Marshall is middleweight uh, and she's uh, scheduled to fight for the WBO middleweight title on April the 10th. So that should be interesting. We should give a shout out to the women because there's so many good female fighters now, like Katie Taylor. Amanda Serrano, Carissa Shields, Ramla Ali, she's been given like a big push. I don't know, she's signed to the same management company as AJ. Um, so you've probably seen her around in like ads and things on Instagram or whatever. Um, and then you've got the likes yeah. of the British. Do you know what? Shannon I, I think, Kimmy, Terry Harper. I think if, the, if these promoters and stuff do their job properly, like I think to headline, for women to headline when you got crowds, you might not sell out, right? But for women to to have their showcase bouts, their main events on TV, broadcast live now might actually grab quite a bit of an audience. However controversial that might be, they should... I think Eddie Hearn will probably jump on it and, and promote the sport a bit more. But there's an opportunity. There's definitely an opportunity to, to promote the women's sport with um, with fans not being allowed, to be honest. So they don't have to play second fiddle, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah, last year there was some really good fights. I was surprised at the um, sort of competitiveness of them because the quality's there, the quality's always been there, but it's always generally one-sided. You've got one really good female fighter and the rest are just there for the paycheck and you know they're not that experienced and it's just because the money's not in it and the, the focus isn't there. So, um, But now we've got contenders and there's some really interesting competitive fights that could be made and have been made so yeah it's making for an interesting division uh, interesting um section of boxing definitely should we move on to super welterweight yeah what's your preferred terminology for these in between weights by the way is it super is it light so is it the super version of the weight below the light yeah. version of the weight above or is it the junior <laughs> version of the weight above <laughs> I, I like the word super, in it? It just adds a bit of pizzazz yeah, to it. I suppose, it. yeah. Super welterweight. They're super welterweight, but they're not quite a middleweight. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's it. You're over, overachieving in your second set, but you're not quite. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? So this yeah. is this is my division. I'm 11 stones right now. So Ring Magazine, Charlo. IBF, Charlo. WBC, Charlo. WBA, Charlo. WBO, Tejera. One brother ruling the roster. That's all the same Charlo, isn't it? I think it is. There's only two. <laughs> Jamal and Jamel. Uh, That's even more confusing. Exactly. Um, yeah, interesting interesting division. I think the Charlo brothers are somewhat marketable. They've been a bit quiet. Don't know what's happening with them. Uh, you got Lara still around. He's a bit of a bogeyman. Benavidez. Um, he's in and around this division. KO specialist up and coming he's got that title what's happening in this division what do you think yeah again like you got the charlo with all the belts and obviously the the fight that needs to be made is him versus Teixeira or however you pronounce his name for the undisputed um he's already he's already tied up fighting Brian Castano on the fe- February 13th so that's next month so he's going to be defending Teixeira, his WBO title Teixeira, oh. Tejera. Yeah, Tejera. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh-huh. So that fight, if we want to see that happen between Charlo and him, it will probably have to be later on in the year. But um, yeah, and then there's that. So in terms of, I don't know who else. Who are there any other big names outside those two that that are, could contend for the um, super welterweight? No, I think we should move on to welterweight. It's more interesting. Yeah, I mean. The only other work, uh, work names worth mentioning are the British fighters, so Anthony Fowler and Ted Cheeseman. Um, great fighters. They're both sort of scheduled to fight in February and March, so they're not quite world level yet, but um, they're good fighters to, to watch out for, so they'll be interesting. 
Right, so the welterweight division, £147, 10.5 stones, so we're bigger than these guys. But in my opinion, this division typifies what's wrong with the whole alphabet system because everyone's signed up to a promotion and belt and they don't fight each other. So the ring magazine one's vacant. I think Spence is number one contender, Bud's number two. WBO is, is Bud Crawford. Uh, IBF and WBC is Spence and Porter's knocking on the door for both of those. And then WBA, you got Pac-Man who's in the Philippines doing everything apart from boxing so yeah so this is a division that's just a bit all over the place like it could be as hot as a lightweight division if people fought each other and fought each other more regularly but it's just not happening it's just not happening it's unfortunate because there's like the likes of Thurman, Garcia, Pac-Man there's some really good fighters um, in this division obviously the obvious wish list for this year is Crawford versus Spence. But again, I'm really annoyed at Errol Spence because he feels like it just sounds like he doesn't want the fight. He always dodges the question. In the previous interview I saw with him, he was trying to he was trying to um, talk up a fight between him and Al, uh, Canelo. He was like, oh, yeah, I'd like to fight Canelo. But no one wants to see you fight Canelo. <laughs> Why are you talking about Canelo? We want to see you fight Crawford. Um... So it is a bit weird. It's unfortunate. It's a little bit depressing, actually, when you think about it, the fact that, you know, these fights are going to take so long to make. But, um, yeah. I just don't get, I don't get, I don't get this one. I really don't get this one. I think both of them, uh, I guess Crawford needs one more big name on his resume, but they're both going to go down as uh, some, one of the greats of this generation. The amount of money that Spence Crawford will make, the promotion, like... Uh, just it just makes sense to do it, but they just don't. You know, what, I don't I, get it. I don't agree. I don't agree that they'll go down as the greats if they don't fight each other. You can't be the great in your division if you've not fought the other, you know, the, your 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 uh, counterpart who's got the other belts or who's considered, you know, number two or number one or is debated over. I don't think you can. Like you've got to have. You've got to say you fought the best in your division to be go down as a great. Yeah, he's a great fighter, but he's not fought the best so but that's what i mean the boxing world will still see them as greats even if they don't fight each other and i think everyone's resounded to the fact they might not fight each other but technically and like they're they're perfect uh pacquiao as well crawford might fight pacquiao this year i can see that kind of happening as a bit of passing over the torch pacquiao's had an amazing career but i can't believe he's got a belt still to be honest well, here's what I heard just before starting this podcast. I read a post somewhere, and I don't know if this is a rumour or if there's any truth, that Pacquiao is going to fight McGregor. Yes, <laughs> yeah, the Conor right. McGregor from the the sport that shall not be named. Um, and and it's going to be for the WBA title. Um, uh, that is I like think... a huge disrespect to the sport. If it, if that title's on the line, and however you know McGregor wins, um, uh, beats uh, Pacquiao for it, and becomes a welterweight world champion, the the alphabet belts have to go out the window. If that's the case, but that's it. I think who's who's who runs this one? Gilberto Mendoza. So he's the head of WBA, and he said that. If McGregor has fight someone in the rankings, they'll allow him to fight for a title. Now, like you said, that's a disrespect on the sport, but I think that shows you how stupid the alphabet organization and belts are, and how they're just clinging to somehow stay relevant. Um, if well, that, but, but I think McGregor is... could, McGregor might do it. He said he wants to be a boxing world champion. I don't care if it's. Ring magazine, WBA, IBF. I think he it's on his bucket list, so he'll probably make it happen. Well, the thing is, the reason why WBA or that the president of that commission would be willing for the fight to happen, Mr. Mendoza, yeah, Mr. Mendoza, he he. Again, I did a bit of research into this. Uh, They the the organisations, these commissions, take actually take a percentage of the purse, and if Pacquiao and McGregor. Is going to generate a huge purse bigger than any other Pacquiao fight. Um, will he turn that down? You know, will his organisation turn that down? It's arguable no. that they won't because they're going to want the money. That's it. And 
Firstly, well done for finally doing some research seven rounds into the podcast. <laughs> but yeah, I agree. I think Pacquiao's not fighting for legacy anymore because he's he's built that. I think he's just fighting as a bit of fun, to be honest. He's more involved in his philanthropy, his politics. But the chance at a huge payday and his name in the lights again, just to say goodbye to the sport, why not? But to be honest, he'll probably beat beat McGregor, to be honest. like He still punches quicker than so many people out there. Yeah, I mean, I've not. I mean, I only ever watched the Floyd Mayweather fight. I've never really watched too much of his UFC fights, but I mean, he's known for his striking, and that's why he got in the fight with Floyd Mayweather in the first place because he believed he was a he could box. But yeah, I reckon Pacquiao would have him. Um, in terms of fights already agreed, we've got David Avanissian versus Josh Kelly. That fight is like the cursed fight. I don't know if you know much about the history of this fight, but I think it's this is the fourth time they've tried to make this. Um, this should be really competitive. Uh, so this is, I'm really excited about this. End of February, February 20th. So we'll do a preview of that. Um, Floyd Mayweather versus Logan Paul. Uh, Paul Logan, Logan Paul, KSI, whatever his name is, on the 20th of February as well, on the same date. And then Connor Ben versus Samuel Vargas uh, on April 10th. So... You know what? I'm just reading all these fights that have been agreed. There's quite a few fights that have already been agreed. Uh, starting Sounds February, like a lot. So it's, February yeah, it a good month. Should be exciting. Yeah, I think Eddie Hearn revealed like six cards um, that he's he's lined up. So it should be an exciting man. Couple of months. Matchroom do 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 bits. I think he gets a lot of criticism, but he gets he gets fights done. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and he's putting British fighters on the. Um, on that world scene because everyone's looking at Eddie Hearn now or the whole world is looking at Eddie Hearn because he's like the you know he's got AJ and he's known as one of the biggest promoters now and if it, if his cards feature british fighters it's only good for for british fighters right so he's blood he's bloody everywhere man no matter what fight is on you're watching it and Eddie Hearn's there or thereabouts and he's somehow promoting someone somehow some way credit to yeah. him yeah he's, uh, he's a super s- super lightweight so one hundred forty pounds, ten and a half stones. We'd eat all of these lot up for breakfast with our weight, to be honest. No, this is ten stones. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We could so, probably do a job on on these guys, couldn't we? Yeah, we'll eat them. Uh, so you got Ring Magazine, Josh Taylor, WBO Ramirez, IBF Josh Taylor as well, WBC Jose Ramirez, WBA Josh Taylor as well. Josh Taylor, do you think he's gone a bit under the radar? He's he's doing bits. Again, he's not that marketable, but he is, he's like our biggest, one of the, outside of AJ, he's the sort of, you know, biggest world champion we've got. Look at, uh, look at his resume, look at the people he's fought in the division. Uh, he's really, what well, he won but fight of the year against um, Progre. Um, I forgot, forgot his first name. I know his surname sounded like Progress, but it's actually pronounced Progre. Great fight, like a great fight. Um, and he proved to the world that he's the best in that division. Uh, so I think he has gone a little bit under the radar, probably not as marketable as like your Tiafimo Lopez's or, you know, your Ryan Garcia's. But yeah, um, the only fight that I want to see in this division is Tiafimo Lopez versus Josh Taylor if Lopez moves up because there's a lot of talk about him him moving up from the, the glamour division that we're going to talk about in a minute. Yeah, um, and there was talk of Lomachenko moving up as well, but I don't know if that will happen. But yeah, I agree. Uh, I'd like to see Taylor uh, take the other two belts as well, potentially become undisputed. This is his division. I think it doesn't get the respect it deserves because the division under it is just the golden division at the moment. But yeah, see what happens here. Let's just let's just move on to the well, division yeah, think... that we want to talk about. I think Ramirez and Josh Taylor has been tried to to be agreed, but yeah, again, yeah, maybe unify the division or Lopez. But yeah, so lightweight, hundred forty pounds, nine point nine stones. Don't know how much that is in kg. We'd we'd eat all of these lot up because they're tiny. So only division with an undisputed champion. That's Tiafimo Lopez. It's the best division by far. I think you've got this one wrong, mate. I don't think he's undisputed. I think so. There's 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 a little bit of a technicality here. I think Lopez 
for one of the belts, he own, he's only got the interim belt. Oh, for God's sake. Something franchise belt. Is yeah, like this is why silver it gets so interim lightweight supply teacher something belt. Like something like that. For God's sake. <laughs> yeah. There was like this, up, um, I don't know, there was this video between Lopez and Eddie Hearn, and uh, you know, Lopez was saying, I'm undisputed, and Eddie Hearn's like, Yeah, you're not quite because you haven't got the official, you know, whatever it is, WBA, IBO, whatever belt. So, but arguably, you know, in anyone else's eyes, whatever, he is undisputed, but technically he's not. But yeah, a bit weird. Yeah, but it's the best division by far. We want to see the fights happen. We want to see Loma, Lopez, Loma, Tank, Haney, Garcia. We just want to see them fight each other. And I think Garcia has thrown down the gauntlet and he's called out Tank. Um, and he just, he, it seems like he doesn't even care about the belts. He just wants to fight them all. It's the hottest division. We want to see some fights in this division. We're all waiting for it. I don't care who fights. I don't care if Garcia fights Lopez, if Haney fights Loma, if Tank fights Garcia, whatever. Just get them all happening. I can't. Yeah, I'm really excited about this division. It feels sounds like, um, based on what I'm hearing from what Eddie Hearn says and what these other promoters are saying, they're all game for them to all fight each other because that's what the public want. And then hopefully they can work together to make it happen. But they just got to all fight each other. And it doesn't matter. Like if they lose, they can fight again. They're all quite young, so just make them happen. Three, four years and have them all fight each other. Just plan it out. Just just lay them all out. All of you promoters agree because you're going to make a shit ton of money. Just everyone fights everyone over a two-year period or something. Bang. This is what I call the division of the four and a half kings because I don't think Garcia is a king just yet, but what a hot, hot division. you got Shakur Stevenson, Shakur Stevenson as well, right? Uh, I remember his name because of Tupac Shakur. Uh, he wants to come up and get involved here as well, and he's he's a prospect. He's one of like the top five prospects in the world right now as well. Silver medalist could get even hotter. Yeah, um, I think everyone wants to put their name in that re- division. Anyone that's slightly above or slightly below wants to try and get in that division, don't they? Even Tank, he's not. He's a super featherweight um, world title holder and uh, obviously he's, he wants to legitimise himself as a lightweight Shakur Stevenson he's got the Shakur Stevenson he's got the personality and and everything to make a, a name for himself in that division if he can make it so why not get them all fighting each other cool uh, and let's run through a few of the lighter weights that uh, we don't care as much about let's be honest so super featherweight it's interesting you got Herring, you got Shakur Stevenson there. Frampton, Tank is the WBA there. Any fights organised for this one yet? I think um, Herring and Frampton might be right. Or close yeah, to. I think it has been agreed. So Jamal Herring, Frampton, end of February. You've got Jojo Diaz against an unnamed opponent, February 13th. Um, Don't even know who Diaz few- is, so... He's a. I think he owns he owns one of the belts, but he's got a good record. He's a good fighter. I saw highlights of his last fight. It looks good, but um, he's not really a big name. The only there there is a huge name in this division actually that hasn't fought yet, and it's Campbell Hatton, Ricky Hatton's son. Uh-huh. Um, so he's yeah he's making his debut on March the sixth at that at the super featherweight weight division. Is he um, uh, headlining that event? He's not, is he? Can't be happy. I'm not sure. I think he's on the undercard of some of those other fights I've mentioned on March the 6th. But um be interesting to see his fight style and, you know, whether he can bring the bring the, the body shots that, that, that happen to him. To bring Hitman. Okay, so Featherweight, yeah. uh, Warrington's the only person there that I care about. Yeah. Again, Josh Warrington's the only guy, really. There's no other... I mean, he's fighting Mauricio Laura on the 13th. But again, it's not a division of many big names, to be honest. Yep. Uh, super bantamweight. Who knows? Bantamweight. Inoue is the beast there and he's he's good to watch. He's the only one I care about. And that's the end of my list. Yeah, it's unfortunate. It's yeah, it's unfortunate these lower weight classes, because there's a minimum weight as well, straw weight below this. It's, they're just... 
they're not big enough. They 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 can't they look, attract they, the crowd. They look like children fighting. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, they're really. I don't know how you can be an adult of a fighter at that weight. They're just really small, aren't they? It's crazy. They're they're very. They'll kick. They our must asses, be. They so. must be trying to make weight as well. Yeah, I yeah, don't know. they would. But look, yeah, especially that there's new a guy. there's a division for everyone in this sport. So yeah, that's all the weights. Very true, very true. That's all the weight divisions. That's our semi wish list, I guess. Um, we just want them all to fight each other, really. Um, but if you had to, I know we didn't we didn't we didn't talk about this, but if you had to have like let's say three top fights that you want to see this year, what would they be? Obviously, AJ Fury, Spence Crawford. Uh, I kind of want to see Lopez-Loma rematch. I think that's going to be number third. Yeah, I'd probably say the same. I'd say Edge of Fury, number one, Spence Crawford, number two, and any of those lightweight fighters fighting each other. That would be, yeah, that would be the start of something. So they would be on my top three as well. I think yeah. it's obvious what needs to happen. So we just hopefully they can make these fights happen. But Spence Crawford isn't going to happen, so... We chalk that off. I'll say Garcia Tank. I want to see that. That'd be great. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah. yeah. Right. Shall we finish with a little bit of news? It's been a bit quiet, but there's been a few things happening. So yeah, Khan Brook been in camp. Are you going to get the hit headlines? What are the headlines, sir? Headline headline Hollywood has you got Khan Brook, which apparently is close, but I don't I don't know, but it's probably going to be in the Middle East. Um, Khan's got a big, big following there. Does that appeal to you? Not really. I watch it, but it doesn't really appeal anymore. I reckon. I'll be honest. Can I be honest? I think Khan ducked Brook because he thought he was going to get decked. Um, I reckon Brook would have had him back in the prime, and Khan didn't take the fight because if he got decked by Brook, that would have been over for his career, and he wouldn't have had the other paydays that he had afterwards. So, I reckon he ducked. Brook and I reckon Brooks will probably still beat Khan but if he beats Khan now does it really mean anything because they're both kind of past it so yeah I don't know it's a shame it never happened earlier it's one of those ones isn't it but I think it'll be good just for pure entertainment I feel like Brooks a bit broken now both his cheeks have had very 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 extensive surgery Khan's still got a bit of speed they'll make a spectacle about it they'll probably have some sort of fake belt that the winner gets, let them talk some shit, you know, highlight some British boxers on the undercard, some some up-and-coming Asians and, and all that from Bradford. Why not? I think it'd be a good spectacle. We need fights. Just make it happen. I think it'll be interesting. Yeah, if it happens, yeah, it'll be good, obviously, but I'm not. it's not really the fight it could have been. Yeah. Uh, other news, Garcia, he's been having an immense podcast episode with Tyson which I keep checking on but it's not out yet but one thing he said is he wants to retire by 25 26 <clears throat> now that puts a lot of pressure on the division and that's rare for a boxer of his kind of caliber to come out and say that what do you think about that I just fell in love with this guy I just fell in love with him over this last fight like he's like everything you want from a Garcia he's got, <laughs> got holding you now hasn't he well, he has. He's like, um, you know, pretty boy. Uh, he's he's extremely marketable. He's got the, um, you know, he's got the hands to 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 prove that he can mix it with the top. Um, he could be a he could be a Hollywood actor. You know, at the end of his career, he could go on and you know be the next Batman or something. I, f- I think he wants to be. Well, yeah. So he uh, whatever he wants to do, I'm I'm backing it. Yeah. Mate, next Robin, maybe. Uh, yeah, I'm here for it. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm here for it, man. Like, I think by him saying shit like that, he adds momentum to the division. I think he's changing boxing a little bit where he's kind of saying, you know what, can't be asked with these alphabet belts. I just want to fight. I want to make a spectacle of it. I want to make loads of money off it. I want to make YouTube series about it. I think it's what the sport needs. I think we've got too many alphabet belts like we've gone through, too many unknown names and too many fighters who aren't fighting each other. So someone like him, breath of fresh air, it's kind of like, I'm here, look, short career, I'm here to take over, come at me, let me get it done and then I'm gone. Do you know what I mean? Big, big fan. And then the last thing, I know 
you don't like UFC, but have you seen the clip of Holloway over the weekend, which has gone absolutely viral, where he's showing some quite quality boxing, beautiful jabs, ducking, diving, weaving. It's beautiful. If you haven't seen it, you need to. And he was shouting while he was doing a no-look jab that I'm the best boxer in the UFC. He should stick to his groundwork, mate. Why is everyone trying to get into the boxing hype now, right? If you if you want to box, box. If you want to, don't show off some skills on a bag. I haven't seen the video you're showing or you're you're talking about, but yeah, whatever. Just come come fight the best in art of, in boxing if you want to be a boxer. You really, really don't like UFC. Do you? Yeah, I, no, that's probably unfair. I'm probably exaggerating a little bit. I just don't. I just. They're all doing things right. They've got one one like league, if you like. All the fighters fight each other. They're doing the right things, right? Eddie, I think Eddie Hearn wants to emulate that in boxing, but and I'm not. It, it's yeah. maybe it's a bit too technical for me as well. I just like things simple. You stand up. You can only use your hands, right? <laughs> There's nothing more simpler than that. Uh, it just feels a little bit complicated as well. I'll, I'll I'll give if we ever do <laughs> if we ever do a UFC podcast, I'll watch a fight and we can talk about it. We need a little bit of a UFC for dummies for you, don't we? It's not that complicated, mate. But look, I'll, I'll give you something. There's a lot right about UFC, and I love it. I don't I don't usually miss an event. And they have the Ultimate Fighter series, which is like the old Contender series, which is really good. But there's just a bit... some There's something about boxing that you can sit here and talk for hours about. Do you know what I mean? Like all this politics, all the personalities, the stories. Yeah, UFC is a bit more pure than that. And they market it like that. It's, it's the purest form of fighting. But there's just something about... Like I was thinking of doing a McGregor-Poirier uh, build-up pod special edition, but I was like, I don't know what I talk about for half an hour. Do you know what I mean? Whereas I could talk for hours about Garcia and his YouTube following and his beautiful face. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Don't get me started. Don't get me started again on Garcia. Yeah. All right, that's that's it from the news. Not been much going on. Um, I don't know how we've spoken for 52 minutes because the boxing world is dead, dead quiet at the moment, but... This is the sport. You can talk about it for hours, even when nothing's going on. Yeah, I mean, we went through all the divisions, so that's what took up all the time. Um, but, yeah, I think uh, we'll just uh, look forward to some of the fights that are coming in February now. A bit, bit quiet, but we're going to bring out some content in the next couple of weeks to hope, so um, to, to shed us a spotlight on maybe a few fighters, a few divisions, a few aspects of boxing that people might not know about. So um, we've got loads to talk about. There's always something to talk about, even when there's nothing going on. Exactly. All right, let's uh, let's leave it there. Um, we'll get back on the social media because we've had a bit of a break. Um, so we'll get Pat posting again. We'll upload this and and get cracking. Get people, get our name out there, and get uh, get people following. Yeah, and if you don't follow us, at the underscore cornermen, give us a follow. Yeah, Instagram's our main channel, so just uh, follow us on on Instagram and share. That's the main thing, share. Make us famous. All right.